Welcome to the Brand Party Podcast. I'm your host, Christine from CL Designs. If you know me, execution and getting shit done is my middle name. This podcast will energize you to invest in your brand in new ways. Join me for tips, insights, and actions you can take to make your brand a priority in your business. My guests and I deliver honest, to-the-point advice you can implement right away. Your brand is worth celebrating. It can be fun, and I'll show you how. Let's get this party started. Lauren is the London-born, Toronto-based founder of Space Parties, the mental health event series focused on making talking therapy and support more accessible. She's also a brand strategist who has pioneered strategies for everything from Fortune 500 companies to political campaigns to small mission-led organizations. If you're ready to give yourself this permission for your health and wellness as you create your own bold legacy, then this episode is for you. On this episode, we're celebrating burnout, how to crush it, and enjoy the process. Thanks so much, Lauren, for taking the time out to No, honestly, thank you so much for thinking of me, honestly. I, I actually am really enjoying the, like, podcasty conversations with people. Like, I, I, yeah, I actually really love it. How does Brand Party resonate with you? I think as a name, it reminds me a lot of Space Parties and the sense that you, I, I imagine, have taken something like the word brand, which comes with and can come with quite a lot of negative connotation so like brand can be quite stressful or it can be corporate or it can be high pressure or it can seem inauthentic or authentic and actually by tying the word party I think brings kind of some likeness to it it makes it a bit more approachable it makes it a bit more inviting it kind of takes some of the stress and the seriousness out and actually injects some fun that actually gets you like thinking and wanting to build something and I guess it's different contexts of space parties but again I I guess we're touching on a topic that can be seen as quite serious quite intimidating and actually parties is about making it more of a celebration making it more empowering making it more accessible yeah well I think that more and more people should enjoy what they're doing I agree so I agree (laughs) and brand can be fun it can yeah (laughs) and so same thing with mental health right like what would you say is your favorite part about your own branding so I think for me at the moment, it's a contentious topic for me because full time I am a brand strategist. So I build people's brands for a living and I know the importance of cohesive look and feels and making sure that like the tone and the messaging and the proposition and the imagery all works together. And actually visually mine is a bit of, it's a bit of a shit show at the moment. I mean, I have now finally got some like amazing visuals from you, but in terms of like piecing it all together and thinking about all of the channels and thinking about everything cohesively I'm still working on it I think what I am most proud of and I keep coming back to and it keeps me sane and happy and on the right track is my why so it's like the Mm -hmm. core values that sit behind my brand so okay right now maybe there's a bit more work that needs to be done in terms of visualizing but I know who my brand is and what I want it to be and how I want it to sound and how I want it to feel and that comes from my why and that never wavers so I think that's probably like yeah yeah I think I'm most proud of what is your why behind space parties it's about making mental health more physically and emotionally accessible and my why is because I personally have seen both sides of the same coin so I've seen how good it can be when you actually get that support and you get 
that kind of space to figure your stuff out and grow and process and develop in a healthy way and I've also experienced when people don't have that outlet and don't feel like they can talk to people and um, really suffer because of it and so for me it's my why is about making the good more accessible and the bad less common. What would you say to those who feel overwhelmed of their branding and design challenges? Brave. <laughs> uh, you're not alone. I think we all, well, I know I do. When building a business, you often look to businesses that you admire and, and you want to be like, and you look at the ones that are absolutely killing it. And I think it's worth reminding yourself that that didn't happen overnight. All of the brands, you know, whether it's Nike, Apple, Bumble, they took time to build the brand that they've built now and they will have had moments themselves, I'm sure, along the way where they questioned things and they struggled and they paused and started again and it's all part of the journey. So I think when you feel overwhelmed, take a step back, remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing and remind yourself that it's all part of the journey, like it's all gonna get you to that perfect point. It's just that that might not be right now, but it's it's coming, like mm-hmm. remind yourself that it's coming. You're where you need to be right now. You are, exactly, yeah. exactly. And so people get often quite caught up in that hamster wheel of not doing enough. I'm sure you yeah. <laughs> hear that time and time again or not prioritizing properly, I think is a big part of it mm-hmm. too. But when they're starting their brand and feeling run down from the very beginning, it's hard to be able to pick up from there. And yeah. I think the t- intention behind this episode in particular is to help a lot of the listeners with their brand and creating that legacy for the long haul, um, not just the short-term burn. Do you believe in that work-life balance or do you believe in integration? What does that look like for you? I, and this is something I've realized over the last few months myself, building a business, building a brand, and also trying to manage my mental well-being and wellness. I believe in just living a life that makes you happy and feel fulfilled. So it's about building a sustainable hustle. So I, I don't necessarily actively think about the difference between work and life in terms of my business because it's all kind of one of the same a lot of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it is because of who I am and every day there are certain things that happen or I come across people or I read something that links me back to my brand and links me back to my business and I inject it in my business but at the same time I'm learning that I also do need to sometimes because of that reason actively shut off from the business and shut off from the brand because it's very much synonymous with who I am and how I live my day-to-day life it can become slightly all-encompassing and there are times when I now realize there are things I have to do where I'm actively being like you know what I don't want to talk talk or think about business and I don't want to talk about work and that could come in the form of hanging out with friends turning my phone off exercising reading a book binging Netflix but things that I now do intentionally because I'm like I just need a break to just give my my head some space or I take a walk and it tends to mean that then when I come back to the work I'm actually in a lot more intentional conscious positive way of being instead of like kind of mm-hmm. trying to do bits and bobs whilst doing other things where I end up usually not actually getting anything done no pun intended but like <laughs> you've created your own space for yourself yeah. I think which is so valuable and it can feel guilty, I think, or shameful for people to even carve out that time. Like I remember when I used to be freelancing and working full time as well. And then I literally didn't even know what my hobbies were anymore. Yeah, it's a thing because 
when you just have one job you can kind of and whether this is healthy or not I mean, that's another discussion in itself but you have the weekend you have those two days that you mentally block off being like nine to five is work weekend is fun i think when you are building a business and, and especially if you are building a business and you work as well it's very hard and this is something i've struggled with and now actively going into the new year i'm trying to focus on getting better at is making sure that I carve out time for fun and carve out time for no work and no growing and no <laughs> development because I'm so obsessed with building and growing and learning that that it means that I will spend my weekends not having fun with friends because exactly like you said, I feel guilty. Or if I'm reading, I'm not reading necessarily a fun book, I'm reading a book that's gonna help advance my knowledge or help me become more of an expert or help me build something. And I love those kinds of books. The line blurs of like, what am I doing truly just for me? Like absolutely just to make me smile and make me laugh. And what am I doing? Because I think it's gonna help me further my goal. And, and I do think that people need to get, and I know I need to get better at actually being very intentional and carving out time that has nothing to do with developing or growing or moving, but actually more about standing still and like learning to just enjoy where I am and enjoy the moment. Coming back to those intentions too, creating habits in place have been helpful. Yeah. Like, I had a week where I had no internet recently. And yeah. It just made Blessing me, in disguise. <laughs> it forced me. And it was great for the first few days. At the week mark, it made me a little bit crazy, to mm. be honest. But at the same point, I reduced my screen time by 30 to 40%. That's amazing. Which is insane. It's yeah. unheard of. It makes me more intentional when I am on Instagram now. What am I, who am I actually engaging with? And am I putting something out that I'm proud of? Oftentimes, like branding is not just your logo, but understanding what your core values are that you mentioned and that messaging side of things. How has defining your core values to focus on creating that space to take care of yourself and run your business has helped you? It's hard. I, I want to be completely honest and say that it's something I've struggled with in the sense that my values and the business and why I do what I do is about helping people with their mental health and helping them make space for themselves and helping them focus on dealing with whatever comes up in life in a in a healthy and productive way. And actually, ironically, the business has, as much as it's brought me so much joy and I love it, it has actually not necessarily helped with my own mental health because whether it was like hosting the first event or building the brand or trying to find partners, I find myself, because I have tendencies to get very anxious and get obsessive, it, it can trigger some of those issues. It's funny because I'm, a business that's about making it easier for people to deal with their mental health and ironically it sometimes makes it harder for me to deal with mine but it all kind of flows back into the why and into the core which is like how important it is and there's a lot of people that are going through a lot worse than I am and sometimes I use that as my motive when I'm feeling burnout or unmotivated or overwhelmed there is someone or people out there that actually me keeping on going and, and finding a way to do this sustainably so that actually makes a difference is kind of is often what I use to like keep me going the values of the business helps me push through when my own personal values are like sometimes sometimes going questioning or struggling in some way mm -hmm. what's the most common mistake that you find people doing when it comes to taking care of their wellness when running their business no matter what stage they're at I think it's not actively taking care of their wellness I'm speaking for myself but I know friends that are also building businesses and building things and something that we comes up in conversations is like because we get so 
wrapped up in the business and for many of us self-development is something that we enjoy and it is part of who we are and it it helps us with our well-being because it makes us feel good we think that that in itself is us taking care of ourselves and taking care of our wellness whereas actually I think it's something that's come up quite a lot in this conversation it comes back to being intentional and carving out and actually sometimes not doing stuff is how you do it and actually it's turning off and stopping and not reading the self-development book or not listening to the podcast that's going to help you with your business or not going to that event it's actually being and finding a way to see being selfish as a positive and actually taking time for yourself and switching off and not feeling guilty trying not to feel Mm -hmm. guilty because actually like you for your business but for yourself like you need that time to decompress and to be active and intentional about it because I think sometimes when we're building a business you know even if you have a bad day or just like yeah well I'll feel I'll feel better tomorrow or like I'm sure it will pass and actually sometimes you need to just take stock listen to your body and if your body tells you you need a break take the break Mm -hmm. even setting boundaries I find quite difficult so what would you recommend to somebody who obviously wants the other side of this but isn't sure how to go about it I also struggle with setting boundaries myself but I find carving out time so on a Sunday I will think about the week ahead or I'll think about the the next two weeks ahead and I will try and look at my balance between my mornings and my evenings and how many I'll spend to business related activities and how many I'll spend for like me soul joy filling activities whether that's exercising or seeing friends or watching Netflix or cooking a meal if someone asks me on the spot I'm a lot more likely to just say yes and go with the flow I find it easier if I carve out times it makes it easier for me to say no if I'm like I'm so sorry I'm I'm actually busy and I've done this before I find that if I just leave a day and evening free and I don't intentionally think to myself this is for me or this is me doing something I'll see that day as free so I can end up with just every single evening for the like three or four weeks in a row being blocked off because I didn't value me time as much as I was valuing like an event or something that was Mm going to help with work. No, that's so helpful because I've stopped responding to emails and stuff in the evening, which was super hard at first. Yeah. Or like I put in non-negotiables of an hour lunchtime for myself in the middle of the day. And it was so weird at first because you have to be able to sit well, I think, with yourself and Mm -hmm. what you need. Mm -hmm. And that's something that not a lot of people take the time to even explore yeah I think knowing yourself and putting in your own forcing in your own boundaries or your own filters like if you work nine to five you just have that you have that structure you get told you start at nine and you end at five usually and then some but generally and then you have a lunch break and it means that your brain doesn't have to think because it's just going through this process of like this is what we do this is how it works and the second you are working for yourself or building something for yourself you're reliant on yourself being the thing that's going to motivate you to take that time and if you don't physically put those breaks in you will want to work from like 5 a.m to 10 at night because there is always going to be something to do there's always going to be something to build or to improve or to write or to post and actually and i think you're great at it in terms of you know giving yourself weekends off and evenings off is that you have to put in those boundaries tell yourself that that's what's going to ensure the work is great because trust me when you're someone that's working like 17 hours a day non-stop for weeks on end the quality of work diminishes like you need that time to mm-hmm. to take take stock and take a break it's like relighting your own fire in that sense right when you're burnt out much harder to 
get it lit back up again. Yeah, yeah. And you also need to give your brain space to think of brilliant ideas. If you are always focused on something or concentrating on something, you don't have the headspace and, and the mental awareness to see whatever comes up if you're building and you're growing and you're learning. It's the same with physical exercise, like, you know, the muscles and, and the, the gains that you get are in the break periods. It's not in the doing and you almost need to see the same as building a business is like, yeah, okay, study, learn, grow, but then give yourself that time where you stop for your brain and your body and your ideas and your business to catch up with you and then see where you're at, see what comes, see the new ideas that get ignited and then build again. Whereas if you're just constantly hustling the whole time, you often miss a lot of the things that actually are the, the rewards of that hustle because you're like so focused on the next thing. Sometimes I feel like we might not even recognize that we're burnt out. Yeah. And so what are some of the signs of burnout that occur and how can you prevent them? So obviously they will manifest differently for different people. Uh, some of the core ones I would say are a lack of motivation. So I think that's a really hard thing to struggle with when you're building something and whether it's a brand or a business and it's something that you are so invested in, it's your baby and especially if it's, and it's gonna be emotionally linked to you. Losing motivation, like the day you wake up and you're like, yeah, I don't wanna do this anymore and like this is an awful idea and like I, this is pointless and it happens to all of us. Part of it is natural and you need to go with it and you need to realize that like, you know, to some extent, motivation isn't going to always be the thing you need it's going to be discipline but also that can be a sign of burnout so just take stock and be like is it that i hate the idea or is it that i just need a break and i'm resenting it um sleep patterns so if you start struggling with going to sleep so if you go to bed but you lie awake for hours and hours and overthinking thinking about things or you're waking up throughout the night or you're waking up super early that can be another sign um physically like stomach aches, headaches, cramps, again, things that can get misdiagnosed if you are, you know, I've done it before, I just think it's flu and I, I think it's the cold, but actually when you start to piece together some of the other things going on, you realize that maybe it's part of a large picture. Um, I guess feeling disillusioned, um, just, I think we all know ourselves and when you start to feel a little bit off, a little bit flat, a little bit exhausted, that's the kind of time that maybe you should start thinking about things that you could do for you and, and ask yourself when the last time was that you genuinely like genuinely had fun like just did something not because it was going to develop you in any way or wasn't going to help your business like just did something purely because it was fun like no <laughs> other reason like no other reason like whether it's rec room or ice skating or like hanging out with friends. Like I went to Snakes and Lattes the other day and I had so much fun. <laughs> like, and I didn't even, I forget. And I, I, it's, how sad is that? Like, I forget how much fun I can have because I'm always doing something that yeah. I, I enjoy, but I'm doing it for like an end result. Where it's just like fun. Like do something fun if, if you feel like often anyway. Yeah, no, I love that. And where can people find out more about you? Check out Space Parties if you haven't heard of us. If you are someone that is thinking that actually you maybe want to talk to someone or things in life are, you know, niggling at you, you've kind of got that pit or that, that gut feel that like maybe something's off, maybe you could deal with working on self-esteem or imposter syndrome or just 
relationship stuff, anything, like anything that goes on in life where you're like, do you know what, this is something maybe I should address. We have a super amazing community full of people going through similar things, but also experts and specialists that help us figure this stuff out. And we are always looking for more friends and family. So come join and we should have an event maybe next March at some point. So I have a few rapid fire questions for you. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> yes. What are you currently celebrating? Um, making it to the end of the year and the year where I moved to Canada. Woo! Yes. Well, we're very lucky to have you here. So. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> and what's the number one thing that you want people to have fun with from this episode? I just want them to have fun. Like, I want you to listen to this episode and think, what is something I can do in the next couple of weeks that is just fun? Like, it has nothing to do with business or brand. It, it's just to do with having fun. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to join in on the fun for the Brand Party Podcast, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Did you have fun? Share it with all your friends with the screenshot of this episode. The more, the merrier. Tag at Brand Party Podcast and hashtag Brand Party Podcast on Instagram to continue this after party. Mm-hmm.